And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And I'm filling in today for Al Gordon on Tell Al Tuesday. Yes, I filled in last week as well. If you tuned in, you remember that. And last week, we talked with a, a couple, a power couple, I would say, that does exclusively passive investing. Good story. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Go to the radio tab that's archived there. You can hear what they told us about passive investing. And if they are investing passively, well, we'll get to what that means here in a moment, I think. Well, who might they be investing with? Who is the, let's say, active investor, what we call a lead investor at Lifestyles Unlimited? You might also hear the term syndicator or general partner. Well, today I have a lead investor, not necessarily the one that these guys have been investing with, but I do have a lead investor on with me to talk to you about his story and we'll hear just what it is that a, that a lead does. So I'm joined today by Christopher, fellow here in, in Texas. We'll hear about where he is. Uh, but without further ado, Christopher, welcome to the program. Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think this is a good a good back-to-back -back, uh, interview, given that we did have the passives on last week. Uh, a couple out of California, by the way. Um, very, very aggressive, very active in their investing. But Let's hear first and foremost about you and your family. Give us a little bit of background, where you, where you come from before becoming a successful lead investor in real estate. Uh, tell us what you were doing before and uh, maybe how you found Lifestyles Unlimited and what, what, what encouraged you to join. A lot, a lot of stuff there, but let's, let's hit it all out the gate. Sure. No, no problem. I was originally from Houston, Texas, lived out in the KD area. I had an oil and gas, oil and gas job downtown. I had to commute the, the drive that I did every single day. I have a, at the time when I first initially joined Lifestyles, I had a young son. And so, you know, that, that kind of prompted me to start looking at other avenues and some income streams, potentially make a change and a switch. Just the, the, the grind of that drive every single day from Katy to downtown Houston just got very wearing. And I missed out on a lot of family time, especially whenever he was a baby. And yeah, so, Houston got some, got some rough traffic down there, don't you? I'm in Dallas. It's pretty bad oh, here. Right. Houston is worse, isn't it? <laughs> it, was, it was pretty rough, <laughs> not going to lie, especially that long of a commute every single day. Okay, so, so what'd you do? Uh, so, um, yeah, I worked in the oil and gas industry and uh, heard about Lifestyles Unlimited from a family friend of ours. And so I went in, into one of the events, liked what I heard, ultimately went to the two-day class that uh, Dell Wamsley was teaching there in Houston and uh, just kind of believed everything that he said, did some research on my own, further joined, and basically just went all in on the, on the process with a, a goal in mind of ultimately being able to retire from corporate America and do this full-time and fast forwarding to where we are today, I have done so. I officially retired in August of 2020 from corporate America, focusing on the lead investments full time. And now I currently live in New Braunfels, Texas, right outside of San Antonio. Um, we moved a little over a year ago, last year in May, and absolutely love it here. It's closer to, to my, my current properties that I own and just absolutely love Central Texas. Very good. And, and we'll hear about those properties during the course of the 
show. First and foremost, congratulations on retirement. I know that's been a, a, almost a couple of years now. I, I always love to hear that. When, when did you did you tell us when did you join Lifestyles Unlimited? I joined in March of 2016. And when I initially joined, I, I started passively investing. And also, I bought four single family properties. So I just kind of wanted to get the, the full gamut on, you know, all pieces of the, the real estate investing so I could have some education and some experience in it before I jumped in to being official lead investor and bought my first multifamily property in 2018. Okay, so joined early 2016. I want the audience to hear this. Joined early 2016, retired uh, mid-2020, so right at about four years. And, and we, tell, we tell the audience, we tell the listener, you know, you can retire in five years or, or less. And, and, and this is proof of, of concept right here. We're, we're hearing that. And, and speaking of proof of concept, is that why you took on the single families then just to kind of dabble a little bit? Was that the very first thing you did or did you do the passive? How, how did you approach your early investing uh, track? Well, whenever I joined in, in March, I was just very excited, uh, ready to get the ball rolling and get involved in as many things as I could. So it was actually simultaneously. I, I did both passive investing and single family houses at the same time uh, basically kicked off all right there in the year of 2016 i did three passive investments and four single family properties okay so oil and gas industry we have a lot of members i'm sure you know this uh that come from oil and gas it's such a volatile uh industry people get stressed out by that add on top of that your daily commute from katy into downtown houston that's that's a killer right there um, so you took action, found Lifestyles Unlimited, and and made a decision to give this thing a go. You did the single family. That's great. I, I'm I'm a single family investor myself. I've been doing the passive as well. But you went one step farther to become a lead. And we've got a little bit of time left in this segment. Why did you choose to become a lead? What was the motivation there? Well, I was very motivated to to financially initially, and then also to get out of corporate America. And I, I knew that that was a, a path. You know, I, I like being in control and and being the one behind the scenes, setting everything up, and and having the performance side of it on my shoulders. So I, I knew it was always the route I wanted to go. I just started single family and passively just for education and to you know learn all sides of the business. And passively investing initially helped a lot as well because I got to see how other members were setting up their deals, how things were structured, how they operated with the monthly communications and everything before I was able to officially step in and take all of that to try to you know better myself as a lead investor as well. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. I think it's good to have that passive experience because I, as a passive investor, I have a certain expectation around communications. Now we're speaking today with Christopher. He is a lead investor, a syndicator, the guy that puts together that big project around an apartment investment and invites passive investors like myself in to participate. Now, Christopher, we, we connected at one point at one of the recent expo events. So we, we had the conversation. We got to know each other a little bit and we're helping acquaint the audience with you now as well. We heard already, come from oil and gas background, a lot of our members do, uh, getting out of that volatility. You, you did some single family investing. You invested yourself as a passive. Now you've done a number of lead investments prior to this, prior to becoming a member at Lifestyles Unlimited. Had you had any real estate investing experience? I did. I would say it was very minor. Uh, back in 2012, I got a couple of buddies of mine from high school, and we all went in together, the three of us, and bought a single-family house and actually ended up doing very well on it. Got it for a really good price. We rehabbed it ourselves and did well, made a good return. So I realized that I did like real estate. I, I enjoyed the process throughout, but 
Um, also, after I was able to join Lifestyles, I realized that we did a lot of things wrong and incorrect, and I got you know, very much more education from Lifestyles on the, the do's and don'ts of the right things to do. And I wish I would have had that education before I bought that house. <laughs> it's a good point, and I get questions from time to time. Hey, I'm, I'm thinking about partnering with my buddy on a single-family house, and I'm thinking, boy, the returns are great for me as a solo investor in my in each and every one of my houses, but when you start to distribute that you know, across multiple people, you know, it's it's a little bit thinner. It doesn't work as well. That's when you really got to start looking at at the apartments. Maybe go the IRO, the independent rental owner route, buy your own small multifamily. Have you done IRO at all with small with with small I apartments? Have, all of my properties have been syndications. How many syndications have you led so far? Uh, I just closed on my fifth. Number five. Hey, congrats! Joined in 2016. That's uh, what six years ago. Uh, roughly one apartment investment per year. I'm sure it's been a little more compressed. Now, you didn't come to Lifestyles Unlimited and then buy an apartment community. What did it take to get you up and running as a lead investor? You mentioned education. What sort of education track did you have to go down? Right. Yeah. So I definitely didn't want to just jump in right away. I wanted to make sure I was educated and knew what I was doing before I started. That's why I mentioned I did the single family, the passive investing. Also went through the process of the, becoming lead certified through Lifestyles Unlimited through their courses. And then even a step further, my wife and I both went and got IROP certified, independent rental owner professional through the Houston Apartment Association and took that course and passed. And it was just a, you know, a good extra little feather in the cap of uh, additional education, you know, for the apartment world and how everything works. Yeah, further education. I mean, we we do a lot at Lifestyles. You mentioned the certified uh, lead process. That's part of it. Even before that, there's the core apartment investing education. I've done that as a passive. And then there's the certified passive investor education. I'm a, now a certified passive. So when, when I go and talk with Christopher and he sees that designation, he knows I'm a sophisticated, I'm a smart investor, somebody that he can bring along into one of his investments. Now, your wife, the first time we're mentioning her, is she is she alongside you in managing the, the five apartment communities? She is not actively. Uh, she's actually an online health and fitness coach, and that's actually recent as well. She was oil and gas industry throughout this entire process. <laughs> okay. Just the way last year due to all of our success so far in multifamily. Hey, congrats. Well, that sounds a little dangerous. You know, Thanks. oil and gas is pretty volatile, and both of you are in that industry. I'm glad to hear you got got out. And I'm, I'm look, actually looking at a picture that came across with the show notes, you and your wife, and it looks like you have a, a couple of kids as well. You mentioned a son, but I see a second one here. Is that right? That's, a, that's the other recent development. So we have a five-year-old son, and then we moved to New Braunfels, and we just welcomed our, our second son, and he is now five months old. Hey, congrats. Hey, I, I have a five-year-old as well. Next time I see you, we're going to exchange some notes because we're homeschooling and it, it's getting rough. But back to apartment investing, you're a lead investor. Um, tell us, what does a lead do? What, what's a day in, in, in a life, a day in the life of, of Christopher? What does that look like? Well, it's it definitely changed from the, the old days of the oil and gas industry, uh, but I, I do enjoy what I do now. Like I said, it is all on my shoulders and it just depends on, on what part of the process I'm in. If I'm out, out searching for a deal, it's all out, just contacting, discussing with brokers, underwriting deals, going to tours, visiting those properties. If there's no deal in action and it's just the managing and operating of all deals, it's you know, we, weekly calls with my teams, always checking the reporting, going on site to the properties, checking, making sure everything's running and operating as it should be. 
Okay. So that's your five deals in, five apartment investments in that you're leading. And obviously, it's it's like when I bought my first single family house, you probably experienced this as well. It was a little you know, kind of training wheels, right? It was a little bit of a rocky ride here and there uh, as I figured things out with the help, of course, of my mentors at Lifestyles Unlimited. And with each progressive purchase, things got better. I understood better my own selection criteria, defined those more, fine-tuned those. And I think I think you've probably experienced that as well. But let's think back. Let's think back. When was that first lead investment that you took down? I closed on the first lead investment deal in September of 2018. 2018. And how, so at that time, before you closed, you you were what we call an aspiring lead. And I've invested personally as a passive with a number of aspiring leads doing their first uh, investment Um those skills guys and you're probably the same way are always chopping at the bit ready to go i like that enthusiasm but how did it feel on your side to to be that aspiring lead to do that first deal it, it was very nerve-wracking very scary i remember when i went and toured for the first time and i was walking on the property i was kind of even questioning myself like is this too big for me am i am i taking too big of a jump but you know now that i've gotten through it and i've done four deals after as you had mentioned i couldn't agree more you do get you know, better and better at the process. You become more, you know, more knowledgeable on how everything flows and the ways to improve that as well. And um, but you know, after I was able to go ahead, go ahead and close that one, it was an all-out learning process throughout the entire start part. But I really enjoyed that education. At, you know, first started there. And did you have, as, a, as an aspiring or first-time uh, syndicator, first-time lead, did you have any difficulty finding passive investors? Because you're not putting all your money into this as a lead investor, right? Uh, you've got other folks bringing money to the table. Was that How, how was that uh, process of getting those passives on board? That's great. So the first one was a little bit tougher, but ultimately, the, you know, I was still able to raise the funds. There was a lot of members that liked the deal, liked me as, as a lead investor and believed in the property. And so I, I was able to raise all of the funds, my full equity raise that, that I needed to get the deal closed. Very good. And I'm looking at your list of deals done here. Wh- which was the first one? The first one was the uh, one in Victoria, Texas. Oh, in Victoria. Okay. Yeah, fifty-eight units. So not not a small not a small community by any means. Was this? Would you describe this as a cash flowing property out the door? Was this a, a, a heavy lift, a value add type play, or how how what was the approach on this one? Uh, I, I characterize this one as a hybrid. It was middle of the road between just a yield and a value add opportunity. It was a nice operating property as is, slightly older, uh, very well maintained by the the previous ownership that that owned it before I did. And so it just gave a good opportunity to come in, take over an already good operating asset, but then improve it with a lot of rehab, exterior, interior renovations, also adding new amenities on site, new signs, those type things, just to really make it pop and improve upon you know, the, the product that was already there. Okay, very good. I think we're going to be heading into a, a break here in just a moment. When we come back, I want to I want to hear a little bit more about a couple of these investments that have gone full cycle. And as a passive, I want to know, is there a trick to making sure I get on board with a lead investor, something I can do? I want to hear it from you. So stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. The rich get richer and the poor get poorer not because that's the way it's set up, but because of the knowledge. When put into action, knowledge is power. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we empower you to live the lifestyle of your dreams through passive real estate income. For over 30 years, our successful members have shared their knowledge through case studies, classes, and mentoring. 
Tap into that knowledge. Attend a free workshop online. Register now at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb, and we're speaking today with Christopher. He is a lead investor. He's a member at Lifestyles Unlimited, joined in early 2016, retired himself from corporate America in just under, just about four years. His wife has retired as well. They got out of that volatile gas and oil, oil and gas industry. Good, good move. And they're enjoying the the financial freedom. One question I did, I, I want to come back to that I, that I hadn't asked, Christopher. You were from Houston. You were working in Houston at the time. It looks like you're generally buying around San Antonio, San Marcos. You just mentioned Victoria, so not in Houston. Why, what's the drive? What's the target? Uh, why are you targeting that particular area? What's the pull for you? Yeah, great, great question. And so I'm a big numbers guy, and uh, my background within the oil and gas industry was in inventory management, so a lot of data, statistics, analytics, those types of things. So I spent a lot of time looking at different markets and running a lot of numbers on market analysis. And from what I saw, I I really liked the opportunity zone in central Texas. And so that's where I turned my focus uh, initially uh, after the purchase of my first two properties was to really focus on the central Texas area. Okay, very good. Hey, you've you've done your research. I like to hear that from a lead investor. You've really dug into a particular area. Again, I like to hear that from a lead investor. One other question maybe that goes alongside that, we we talk at Lifestyles Unlimited about that investment box, whether that's a single family house or a multifamily community. Now, we just heard that your first investment in Victoria was a hybrid, which for the listener, on the one end of the spectrum, you've got a cash flow type deal, a yield play, we call it. On the other end, you got one that you really have to do a lot of work for to reposition. It may not cash flow. It's a value add. Christopher picked his first one up. It was right in the middle. What are you doing nowadays? What type of box do you like to target? So actually, it's still very similar. I, I like a property that is well maintained by the the previous ownership, has good occupancy, but also uh, I have visions of the the rehab and the the model that I want to to turn the property into. And so it's taking over a good operating property, but then just adding onto it with the like I said before, the amenities and any other exterior rehab, interior renovations that we can do to help drive rents and increase income. Okay, and increase value, right? You drive, you increase that net operating right. income. That has a because we're leveraged, we're not buying these all cash. There's a, ma- a tremendous magnifying power in just simple changes, charging for some covered parking or rubbing back, uh, charging back part of the 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 pest control or the garbage or the utilities can have a tremendous impact on value. Which although that does not cash flow necessarily to my pocket, you know, when we do the refi or do the sale, um, we we capture a tremendous amount of capital capital gains. So you see both really with hybrid cash flow and gains. Tell us maybe about one of your apartment communities, your favorite deal, something like that. Uh, one that maybe has gone full cycle. How did, what, what do returns typically look like? What are we seeing out in central Texas there? Yeah. So the, in the central Texas area, I only have one that's gone full cycle and it just happened recently, actually. It's the, the one that I owned in San Marcos, Texas. And um, that one was 104 units. I bought it in July of 2019 and just actually sold. We closed in May of 2022 and ended up being a very nice return uh, to all investors in a short amount of time, about two and a half, three years time frame there, and going to be about 75, 80% return to investors. 
Very good. Very good. And this would have been a hybrid deal. So you're probably doing, were you doing quarterly distributions throughout or maybe in the that's, latter half? That's correct. Yeah. It stopped initially. You know, I always usually say no distributions for a year as I go in and I usually have a pretty large rehab model that I do. And I always try to start paying out earlier if the opportunity is available to do so. Yeah. So for the listener, you, you know, I, I just use the term investment box. And even if you're a passive investor, you need to know what your investment box or your investment criteria are. And if it's I need cash flow from day one, then you need to find those yield plays in, in the apartment space or maybe do the single family because those cash flow very quickly. If if you can 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 wait a little bit and allow the lead to reposition, start that that rehab, maybe start covering the rehab cost out of cash flow initially and so on. Um, and then get that big capital gain, 75, 80% in just a handful of years. Uh, very, very good numbers. And congratulations on, on the sale. San Marcos, that's right up the road from you now in, in, in New Braunfels. I think you need to pick up another one there, don't you? I know. I should. It's only a 15-minute drive now. It used to be two hours, two and a half hours from Houston <laughs> for me. Yeah, <laughs> nothing now. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, and, and congrats on the move. You know, nothing against Houston, but boy, I'm again, I'm in Dallas and we drive down to Corpus all the time. And obviously that's right in the middle. Uh, beautiful, beautiful area. Hopefully you guys still have water in, in, in the Guadalupe down there. Uh, we're, <laughs> it's a little bit dry up here where I'm sitting. Um, now I want to come back to the passive side of things because here I've got on the phone with me or on the show with me, a, a lead investor. And these are the people that I want to find. These are the people I, as a passive investor, want to network with, get to know, and figure out if, if this is somebody that I want to invest with. And, and Dell, you know, when he interviews people, especially passives, that's what he asks. Are you investing with the lead or are you investing based on the property, the jockey or the horse? Well, I want to know. I want to know about the jockey here. And I want to know from the jockey's perspective, what do you want to see, Christopher, when I come talking to you as a passive? Do I First question, big question I get from a lot of people. Do I need a million dollars to invest as a passive? <laughs> no, you do not need a million dollars to start off. What's a normal, what's a normal investment? I mean, you've done uh, five investments now. What are, what's a common uh, amount for someone to contribute? Yeah, th they range. Uh, most of my deals, uh, the minimum investment has been fifty thousand, and so I, I usually get fifty, seventy-five hundred, up to hundred fifty, and then a few larger than that. But uh, uh, all of my deals, though, I have left some room available for a few twenty-five thousand dollar investors as well. So, uh, for you know, from my perspective on my deals that I've had open, you could have gotten into a deal for twenty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, very good. It's it's not not a lot, um, maybe a lot for some people. And, and if it is, there's a way to get to that point where you can participate. And, and commonly, that's single family. What, what Christopher did early on is a great way to build the capital to then shift into passive investing or even even lead investing. And and, and Christopher, I'm in, in investments where the minimum was actually 25. And, and you know how it goes. You, you do the investment, the, the investment closes, and we get that Schedule A that shows all of the other investors. And it shows their contributions. We see what everybody has invested. Uh, I've seen as low as 10,000 uh, in, in a couple of the ones that I'm in. So it's wow. great that you and the other lead investors hold that door open for, let's just say, some of the newer, some of the newer investors that are uh, uh, building capital new to this space. So that's the money side, right? That's the money side of passive investing. Is there a trick or, or something that I as a passive can do to help ensure I get on your lead list and, and get into that next investment opportunity aside from the cash? Yeah, no, that, that's a great question. I, I do get that a lot right now. 
And I think just, you know, for sure reaching out to me, uh, I, I'm on podium within Lifestyles to, for all, all investors. Um, also just e emailing to me and then, you know, just a little bit about yourself. If we're ever at an event coming up and talk to, talking to me and you know, for sure that relationship side definitely helps. And, you know, when, whenever you have a, a meeting or some kind of interaction that helps me know you a little better. Should I be emailing you every day? <laughs> no, I don't need it every day because you know once you're on my list, I'll have you on the list. Anytime a new deal comes up, I will be sending it out. Yeah, you mentioned Podium. Just for the listener, Podium is a, a software. It's basically an investment management platform. I'm, I'm in there as well, Christopher. You and I are connected there. So when you get that next investment position ready to ready to 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 market, um, I'll, I'll be able to see that there, see the, the mails that are generated there. It allows me, by the way, as a passive investor to get a full overview of all of my investments that I have with the sundry lifestyles leads that I am invested with. So it's a very, very convenient way, quite frankly, and it's very secure as, as well. It helps us manage through that process. And I, yeah, that was a tongue-in-cheek question, of course. Um, it's daily communication is going to be over the top. You, you do need to manage that. You want to stay front of mind. We spoke last week to passive investors, a, a married couple from Northern California. In their first year, they're invested in 17 passive investments. That's all they do. They put their money in, sit back, and wait for the communication from the lead investors and the distributions and everything else that that lead investor manages as the, the project manager. And today, we've got the lead investor on with us. We've got Christopher. I'm not saying those two are connected, Christopher, necessarily. You may or may not have those guys in your uh, current investments. I don't know, but... Uh, we have so many passive investors and so many lead investors at Lifestyles Unlimited. It's just a, a tremendous ecosystem. I like to use that term to describe it. And I'm curious, Christopher, what have been some of the big benefits for you as a lead investor from the Lifestyles Unlimited ecosystem? Yeah, for, for sure. Education, number one, you know, that, that was huge. The mentorship as well. And then just as you mentioned, the ecosystem, the networking uh, the, everybody with the same goals in mind of focused on multifamily and investing and bringing everybody together to be able to, you know, look at, acquire, and purchase these properties. And speaking of mentors, we really haven't talked about that a whole lot. We, we've talked about the education and, you know, you started out doing the single family side. And for the listener that says, hey, I'm not ready to do multifamily, we, we do have the single family side as well. That's how I got started a decade ago. And I've leaned very heavily on the single family mentors and the education over the years. You, you did that for a little bit, did the passive thing. Now you're a lead. How have the mentors played into your your investing? How do you use them? Let me ask you that. Yeah, well, it's been extremely helpful, and especially when you're doing your first deal. I mean, there's so many things that come up through the entire process that you, you lean on for questions and to ask and to get answers and feedback on. So that is just beyond beneficial when you're first going through it. Then when you become, you know, uh, now, fast forward to my fifth deal now, you know, I kind of, more educated, I know more what I'm doing, but still, it is so nice to have that mentor to help review, look over my numbers, verify they still provide, you know, feedback. They've done so much more than I have as far as, you know, deal number size. They've seen it for more years than I have. So they, they always have other things sticking outside the box that maybe I didn't think of that I can look at in my underwriting and try to, you know, find it, tune it a little bit more than, than I would just on my own. 
Yeah. So the men and the mentors, for the listeners' sake, is they they are apartment investors as well. Now I, I'm coming to you from Dallas, Fort Worth. We do have a, a brick and mortar office up here in Las Colinas, uh, and we've got a handful of apartment mentors as well as single family up here in Houston. Same story. We've got the mentors down there in Central Texas. We've got the mentors there. I'm curious. You you were based out of Houston, but you were buying in the more in the Central Texas market. Were you leveraging more the the San Antonio mentors for your for your investments there? So it actually, it, it switched. So initially out of Houston, I had mentors out of Houston helping me with my purchase in Victoria. And then as I migrated over to the Central Texas area, I did switch over to the mentors in the Central Texas office. And then now that I've moved out here, you know, obviously still uh, in touch with the mentors in Central Texas as well. Yeah. And we leverage them all. And if you're investing outside of Texas, so we're talking about Texas here. Um, we've got investors that are operating, for example, in Phoenix, in, in Atlanta, Georgia, around that area, Tennessee, uh, Indiana, and I, I mean, the list goes on. We also have national mentors, and these are mentors that are experienced in this sort of cross-border or, or cross, I don't know what to call it, cross-state line, I suppose, uh, investing and management. But it's not just the mentors that have helped you that have been at your side. We also have our operations consultants. I know Teresa there in the Central Texas. I've talked with her a lot of times, and uh, she's a, a powerhouse. Uh, how, what, what are the operations consultants? What do they do for you? I would say powerhouse is an absolutely fantastic term. She uh, she has been incredibly vital to my success in, in this journey. And, you know, without her, I don't know if some of these deals have even gotten through. So I, I can't, you know, confirm back what you said enough about Teresa and the operations consultants, you know, at all of Lifestyle. How do they help you? What is it that they're doing? Just, you know, whenever you're, you're doing a deal and, and just trying to get through it initially, and then also after takeover, anytime issues come up, there, there are, you know, there's new things that come up daily that is my first time to go through them. So leaning on her and, and her experience of best way, you know, is just completely vital for success. They're ongoing, right? It's as the name suggests, operations. I think they help you during the due diligence and feasibility when you're considering the, the project and, you know, lease audits, all that stuff. And these are people that have uh, decades of experience in the apartment industry on, you know, pro possibly working, you know, for one of the big investors. They, they eventually they come over to us, one of the big institutions, I should say. Uh, come over to Lifestyles Unlimited, and we leverage that experience. We have great operations consultants in all the all the offices. Now you go in, you take down this community, and you do what you can to reposition it. We we heard a, a little bit about a couple of those. How do you you know as somebody that's looking at these apartment communities? They're in a in a city, in a in a town, in in you know in, in an area. How do your actions as a lead investor help that community? Not just the apartments, but the the broader area. Yeah, so I mean, uh, I'm, and I learned this from the first property, and I didn't really know it until after the first one. I was able to take it down of how much I really, truly enjoy the part of after you close and take over, and then putting my vision back into the property with the rehab dollars of improving the property, the exterior, the signage, uh, you know, making it a better place to live. I'm also very big on community events. I like to do at least monthly community events, and you know, we have we have stuff pizza parties. Um, we, we throw events where we do raffles and give out gift cards. I've done events where I've given out TVs and those type of things, just improving the morale and truly making that, that property a real community. And that is something that I have absolutely enjoyed through this entire process. And just by doing that, that one property that just you know, improves the, the area and the location even more. 
Yeah, uh, you guys out there are, are doing wonderful work. The the couple of uh, projects I'm in, some of them are in really small towns, and the lead investors become very well known. Uh, you know, I'm in a small deal in East Texas, and and this guy is known to the Chamber of Commerce, the the city officials. I mean, they they love what he's doing because he's turning around. Um, you know, what was, you know, in some, in, to some degree, a little bit of a garbage and, and making it shine, making it look better, you know, putting in the play parks as, as available for kids or the dog parks, all, all that good stuff. So you guys are, Hey, I appreciate it. I think you guys are doing, doing great, great work out there, you know, helping out the families and whatnot. And speaking of families, you, you do, we heard you have a couple of, of, of young kids, five-year-old boy now, and uh, a new boy as well. How has how has the be, becoming a real estate investor? How has that changed your your family life? Oh, that that is an absolutely fantastic question, and I, I cannot preface enough that it is absolutely entirely different the second time around. Now, the first one, I was getting up at you know five a.m. dropping we were dropping our son off at daycare. I was downtown Houston by six six thirty a.m. every single morning, not getting home till four thirty five. He was going down at, for, for bed. I'd only get about an hour, hour and a half with him. So just, you know, not a whole lot of time. And now, you know, controlling my own schedule, I am very busy, have a lot going on, but I also work from home. And now that my wife is working from home as well, the, the experience and interaction the second time around and being here and having that family time uh, and being able to control my own time is just, I, I mean, I, I cannot tell you how, how much of a difference it is and how much we appreciate every single day that we have in this new setup that we're in. Man, I love it. As, as a fellow dad and, and father to a five-year-old, you know, we're not lead investors, but we manage a self-manage a good size portfolio of single family houses that has allowed me to retire as well. And, uh, I, I can't say enough about the time that I'm able to spend with that little guy now while he's young. It is, it is such a valuable thing, you know, let's talk about goals. We've got a couple yeah, minutes okay. left, short term and longer term goals. What What's on the horizon for, for Christopher and his wife and his family? Yeah. So, I mean, originally the, the short term goal was to get out of corporate America, focus on this full time for both my wife and I, we have now achieved that. And so um, I just closed on my largest property in May and, you know, the, the short term goal is to get that property uh, up to hitting the numbers and projections that I said, and want, and then you know, from there, I would li like to keep growing. I want to keep uh, buying more more properties and and keep repeating the same model of success that I've done in the past. Yeah, you're a pretty young guy. I think um, you've got a you've got a very long time horizon. Is there is there a time where you slow down and then return to the passive side? Maybe start grazing a little bit, kind of hang out and uh, give up the reins. You know that that, that may happen, but you know, I still consider myself fairly young right now, and I have a lot of motivation and fire under me right now and uh, you know some goals of, of things that I want to hit and achieve so and I really enjoy this you know I, I truly yeah. enjoy what I do now and uh, so you know there will be a point in time down the road where that does happen and I start becoming more passive I don't see it happening anytime soon to tell you the truth <laughs> like I said I just have a, a, a lot of fire and motivation I hear it and and it is fun what we do is a lot of fun and I think a good recommendation. Are you going to be up in Las Colinas for the Wealth and Passive Income Expo next year? I will be. Yeah, I will be. So for the listener, especially whether you're a Lifestyles member or not, I'm going to tell you just quickly, the Wealth and Passive Income Expo, it's going to be February 15th to the 18th of 2023 in Irving, Texas, Las Colinas. 
uh, where I am in my neck of the woods. So I'll be there and Christopher will be there. That's a great opportunity for you to come and meet him and all our other lead investors. We get so many there in one place. To those passive investors, you heard what Christopher said, how to how to get in with them, network, right? Stay on their radar. Don't overdo it, of course. I get educated. You've been listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show on Tell Al Tuesday. Andy Webb filling in today for Al. We had one of our great lead investors, Christopher, on with us. You can go to the website, lifestylesunlimited.com, to hear the other part of the show if you missed any of it. And listen to our interview with the passive investors from last week. Those are both sides of the equation, so you can try to figure out which direction do you want to go. Have a great day. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.